He's from another land. Scotland. What Scotland? He sounds like he's not from the States. Scotch Kale Podcast. Welcome to the Scotch Kale Podcast, sponsored by Absolutely Nobody. Uh, today, uh, I'm joined by a number of people. Um, so first, to introduce uh, from last episode, uh, you know him as Thunderbolt, it's my good friend Sky. Welcome Sky. I'm back everybody. So, before I introduce my other guests, the really important thing that we need to talk about is the results from the poll that we did. Yeah. So, a poll was put up, um, you'll all have seen it. It was Goodwill Hunting versus E.T. And it was really close, right up until the last couple of minutes. And I can tell you that the winner is E.T. Of course. You know why? Because it's a better film. That's why. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to argue that now because um, obviously it won. It was uh, 26 votes to 25, so it was really close. Um, But, you know, well-deserved. and, you know, had my dad voted with me, then I would have won. So. Oh, yeah. Did your dad vote for E.T.? My dad did vote for E.T. Oh. Uh, and I think it was just to spite me more than anything. Um, but that's okay. So, with us today, we've got two other guests. Uh, the first we're going to introduce is Greg. Welcome, Greg. Hello. And the second is Ben. Welcome, Ben. Hello, everybody. So, as you'll have heard from the intro we just did there that everyone has a nickname that comes in the podcast. Now, I give you guys the chance to create your own nicknames first, otherwise I create a nickname for you between me and Sky. And I don't think that's really what you want (laughs) with Sky here. So Sky is Thunderbolt, obviously I'm Kale. Um, What would you like your nickname to be? I'll go to Greg first. See, I don't know. I've never had a nickname, like ever. Inside. Or, yeah. Oh, I'll be Mrs. Boo Boo. Mrs. Boo Boo. Inside joke. I'll be Mrs. Boo Boo. Yeah, and I'll be Big Mama then. Okay, Mrs. Boo Boo but um, recently, me and the guys have been watching a load of movies along with uh, Tina and Zoe, um, and we watched It the other night. Mm-hmm. And I know that you guys went and saw It two, Chapter 2 yeah. last yes. night. Very good. So I want to start, obviously, the big thing we're talking about in this podcast is best movies ever. I don't think it's going to go down as the best movie <laughs> ever, but tell me your guys' thoughts on It Chapter 2. Oh, you know, in chapter two, it starts out pretty good. You know, you find out about the kids and their adult life and some things that the first film didn't really touch upon. Uh, I would say that uh, overall, it's not as great as the first one was. Not terrible, though. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think it's one of the better horror movies to come out. It, like, it along with it, chapter two, both of them are really incredible. Yeah. And what's cool about people that have read the book is the second film puts in a couple scenes that the first film missed. Um, so yeah. like no spoilers or anything, but there's at least two that I can think of that I thought should have been in the first film. 
didn't make it, but then they put it in the second film. So that's pretty good. It was pretty nice. I tapped you when I when that yeah, one scene came on. And I was like, oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. Me, and, me and Greg had read the book before. Pig book. How do you guys think it did as like like an actual scary movie though? Like, because I wasn't scared throughout the whole thing. Like, I was obviously it was suspenseful, and there were moments where you're kind of on the edge of your seat, but it wasn't like I don't know. It, it was more you know engaging, and it wasn't. I don't know what, what I'm trying to say, but what do you guys think? I think as a horror movie, it's great. It's uh, well written. It, it's yeah. very tongue in cheek against itself too. With it's like, funny. Like, yeah. it's a funny movie too. Like I laughed more than I was scared. I thought, you know, it's a very funny film. Um, See, that's something with me with the horror genre in general. I'm not. I'm not a massive fan of horror movies. No. Same. Possibly from some. Like, I studied film and acting. And I think for me, part of the illusion of horror movie got ruined during that process. Yeah. But I wonder if the kind of route that it has taken being in the horror franchise, but more of like a psychological mm-hmm. thriller than, mm-hmm. you know, physically jump yeah. scare. But it relies very heavily on jump scares. To, for the scary bits. Yeah, it does rely very heavily on jump scares, but it's also suspenseful. And like, there's times where you think there's gonna be a jump scare, and then there isn't a jump scare, and then vice versa. Um, but yeah, I just think it's, like I said, it's a very, very good film. But number one is definitely the most solid movie. Yeah, it chapter one definitely uh, B plus in my book, but it chapter two is just a C plus in my book. Interesting. Yeah. If you were to watch it as like one whole movie, though, what do you think you rank it as? Incredible, oh, an A plus, an A minus, B plus. Very, very, very good film. If it was a super, I'd give it a solid B if I was watching one after the other. Yeah. Um, but Kyle, to kind of like what you were saying, to touch on it, I, I think the reason why it's such a popular franchise and why it's such a big movie right now is because of like the compelling writing and the actual narrative of the movie. Like, it's not a typical horror movie. You know, it, it's based off of a very famous and well-renowned book and I think that's like the big reason why so many people care about it and watch it yeah great cameo in that movie as well yeah they're very tongue-in-cheek with like Bill because Bill's the writer and Stephen King whenever he puts stuff in it the writer is always mm-hmm. like a mirror image of himself and throughout the movie like there's a constant joke like oh your book was good except for the ending is terrible yeah the ending and sucked. the ending sucked and like Stephen King's been berated for that so that was very funny like watching it throughout yeah I mean, I think that's kind of similar, though, to, you know, kind of the whole psychological scare thing. Um, similar to another movie we watched recently, which was, um, me and Greg watched uh, with Tina and Zoe, was Get Out, mm-hmm. which I personally love. As a, if you're going to put that in the horror genre. I don't think I do, though. Officially, it, like Netflix and Amazon, and that they all do class it as a horror movie. So. Thriller and psychological does go yeah. into the horror genre, and that's what yeah. that is. Yeah. Uh, it's probably my favorite movie. I do love Get Out. You think? Yeah. Is that going to be your, your best movie at the end? It's my favorite movie. It's not one of the greatest films of all time. Interesting. Um, what's the acting like in the movie? In it. Compared from chapter one to chapter two, because obviously chapter one's very much the you know these young kids, and then chapter two they're all being played by adults. So yeah. was there any kind of standout actors that that did a really good job? The kids. Rephrase their roles. Yeah. yeah. And because there's flashbacks. Okay. And they nail it. Just again, like when it comes to child actors, 
Chad actors aren't really that great, but these <laughs> kids, Wolfhard's a great actor. These, these these kids really know what they're doing. Yeah, and they really like. I don't know. They make you like care for them as like a good actor would. Yeah. Uh, as for the adults, I say uh, Bill Hader really steals the show, as uh, he's older Richie. Yeah. And whenever he's on the screen, like it's either something he's going to be really serious, like seriously scary, or like yeah. pretty funny. Like he's really good at like coming up with banter. Yeah. Um. With the movie as well, I thought watching it that all the kids' scenes were recorded two years ago when they recorded the first one back in 2017, but they're not. They recorded them this year. This is according to IMDb, so this could be not true. Um, but the the kid actors have aged so much in the last two years that they had to digitally yeah, younger that. them. You can kind of see yeah. Phil Wolfhard's face. Yeah, when you look close, Phil Wolfhard's like, paws are like not there, and his like eyes are made bigger because they've like digitally de-aged him, I guess, which is cool, because I thought they'd have just shot them two years ago and kept them on a computer somewhere, but they didn't. That's the magical movies then. Right, They yeah. clearly worked how they were trying yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But actors, like... I mean, Bill Skarsgård, obviously. Like, Skarsgård kills it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, he was, I, he was arguably better in this one than the first. Even though I think there was less scenes of him as Pennywise, I think there were more... Um, Engaging. Yeah. I think they're actually like even scarier. I mean, this is otherwise actually gets more screen time in the second one. Really? This is IMDb again, so again it might not be true. But IMDb <coughs> says he only has nine minutes of screen time in the whole movie. Yeah. In the second one? In the second film, yeah. In the first one, he only has four. So. Yeah, exactly. But like nine minutes. And when you think about the whole, yeah, they had four minutes of screen time in the first movie. I think he has four minutes of dialogue in the first movie. I might be wrong. But I think he only has four minutes of dialogue. Because I feel like the, the whole bit in like, the haunted house mm-hmm. is like over four minutes. Well, it's the same in the second film. There's a huge, like, obviously no spoilers again, but there's a big battle scene at the end. And he's yeah, consistently that, on camera. I, you might not consider that Pennywise. I don't want to talk about that too in detail, but... Okay. Yeah, no spoilers. But, um, I mean, I also think, yeah, I agree with Scott. Bill Hader was, like, incredible as older Richie. Um, James McAvoy. James yeah. McAvoy also really killed it as older Bill. Amazing actor. Well, you know, Underrated. Well, you know, as a fellow Scotsman, <laughs> if I had to pick my favourite actor, James McAvoy is definitely up there. Really? That's fair. Yeah. I mean, when they redid the X-Men movies and he came in, mm-hmm. like, I didn't think that anyone was going to be able to come in and kind of do Professor X's yeah, take like, over. Ian McKellen? Mm. Yeah. No, no, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Um, I didn't think that anyone was going to be able to come in and um, kind of do that role yeah. just as well. But honestly, like, I thought he was fantastic. You know, yeah. um, I think I, I think a lot of the, the newer ones don't get as much praise as they should. Uh, personally, you know, when they kind of revamped the franchise and James McAvoy and that came in, I think that they're all fantastic movies. You know, um, and obviously, I know that there's talks of you know having to do a new Wolverine at some point because um, Hugh Jackman's obviously not going to play the part anymore, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but a lot of people, I don't know if you guys saw the film Logan. Yeah, yes. no, I never no. saw it. I loved it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love it. What, what about it? I don't know. Like I remember my oldest brother. I watched it with him because he he was like, it's like so good and it's really emotional. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it and like I feel sometimes like when something's hyped up so much. And then you watch it. I think that was kind of what it was like for me. Yeah. I watched it. I was like, yeah, it was alright, but I was like, I didn't feel that emotional. <laughs> like, yeah. 
As in, I love Wolverine. He's probably yeah. one of my favorite superheroes. So, <coughs> or mutants, I guess. Is. Well, you gotta agree, it's better than Origins of Wolverine, right? True. True. There's a lot of movies that are better than Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that are better than Wolverine. X-Men. Or Origins or Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Man, yeah. they took the mouth off of Deadpool. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But if I'm being totally honest as well, that's another franchise that I'm Don't say it. I'm not super in love with. What? I love Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is one of the only person to play that character. And I don't think I don't think there, there could have been anyone else to play Deadpool. No. However, I don't think they're that great. That's a hot okay. take, huh? and, and you know, my reasoning behind it as well is is like slightly different is that I just don't think I don't think it's dark enough. The humor. Have you seen the second one? Mm-hmm. I still don't think it's personally. I don't think it's that dark. Like there's nothing, nothing that's said in either of the movies that I was like, ooh, that's like. Yeah, but I don't know if it has to be dark. I think I think like the it's super violent, and I think that's the novelty of it. Like I don't think dark, Deadpool relies on it being dark. I think it relies on it being like funny, funny, like really funny, extremely violent, and like super adult, but. Not necessarily like the darkness. I think that's where you know, like the other like greater graphic novels that those type of franchise. That's where they kind of do that. See, I'm just a fan of childish comedy. I guess like you know, like stupid jokes and stuff. So that was a really big appeal for me. And I love Ryan Reynolds. See, I just don't know if it's like it's just not my sense of humor. Yeah, but maybe, must, yeah. maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Cause yeah. like, like it was honestly, pretty sophomoric. Yeah, I was just like, ah, like, you know, because I didn't, I didn't even think it was that, like, gruesome, like, I'm like, I feel that other movies are just as gruesome (coughs) as it, you know, that in the kind of same universe, you know, like, I would, I'd say Wolverine's just as gruesome as Deadpool is, you know, he, like, tears people apart. Not until Logan, when they actually show him doing stuff. Yeah, you know, so. Oh, that blade goes through that guy's jaw is pretty cool. (laughs) Well, I guess that kind of leads us to a good, a good question I'm going to pose to all of you. You don't have very long to make a decision here, but pick for me your favorite actor. And give, favorite me, actor. and give me a very brief explanation why you picked them. Oof. I would like to not go first, because mine changes. Why not? Alright. I, I mean, mine is probably Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, just because, I mean, he has so many great roles and so many great movies that I like. I mean, um, I mean, just this past summer with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, one of my favorite movies of the year. He also, you know, Tarantino's my favorite director. He plays a great character in, um, well, not great as a person, but a great part in Django Unchained. And then also with The Revenant, like, he's just made so many good movies in the past few years that, like, he's just, in my book, number one. Oh, jeez, it's me now. Uh, I mean, I can go next. You go. Okay, so mine, again, I've had like 20 seconds to think about this. Um, And again, going off when I said I quite like childish stuff, um, I've always been a really big fan of Jim Carrey. Like, always a big fan of Jim Carrey. Um, Me, Myself and Irene is one of my favourite films, period. Um, But then also, like, his more serious films. So, like... um, you know, The Truman Show is a great film. Um, like, I just think he's very... I think he's classed as a very one-dimensional actor a lot, and he's not. 
Like, you know, like he did the horror film. What was the horror film called? Do you remember, like, number 13 or something? Yeah. Number 23. 23, yeah. Yeah, but, like, it's not a comedy, is it? No. You know, like, um, I think he's typecasted a lot in people's eyes when he can do so much more. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Not yeah. so much anymore. People can't think he's going out off the rails. Yeah, yeah. he watched that documentary. Yeah, he openly walked away from acting. Like, yeah. He was like, I'm done. I'm not acting anymore. Yeah, he's back in it now. Yeah. He came back to do the TV show mm-hmm. um, on... What's the TV show called? Okay, yeah, He's like a kids TV <laughs> show host or something like that. I don't know. But he's also mental. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen it, but like that was the first thing he did in like seven years or something like that. Like, has it been? I wouldn't be able to put dates on it. I know, I know, it was a while. Yeah. Like seven years was only 2012. <coughs> 2012, 2011, 20. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, so I would go with Jim Carrey. Great actor. Cool. Thunderbolt. All right, so like. Is voice acting a little? Sure. Alright. Yeah, I'm still just gonna go with another person. It's uh, Robin Williams. Okay. Like, you know, just. Wait, wait, wait. Do <laughs> <you>, uh, well <laughs> hunting. Yeah, you're right, Kyle. He's a comedian who can take serious roles. Good job. Just like Jim Carrey. <laughs> just like Jim Carrey. Um, but, like, also very, like, comedic, like, very improvisational, like very off the hat. Like, I think he really shaped me as like uh, the way I do things and think. Uh, he's been in tons of films and like children's films, adult films, and he always gets those like one liners at the end, or it's like, oh yes, and I'm Robin Williams, I say something motivational, and everybody's like, oh, it's Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Did you ever see stand up? Yeah. What did you think of that? Funny. It's funny. I think he's really funny. He's super funny. Yeah, I think well, he's really, really funny. But there's so many. Robin Williams says jokes about. But like his one liners are great. But there's such a like, like a lot of people just cannot stand his stand up and just say he's okay. straight up not funny. Yeah, and just like say he's straight but he's up also not like funny. really not afraid to say anything. Exactly. But as long as he thought it was funny and it was good like people yeah. react to it that's what he did to be fair though i think there's a lot of comedy actors like that with stand-up that are that are not as funny yeah or, or people deem them not as funny i don't know if you saw recently there was um will ferrell was doing kind of rounds for a while because he was made no, like he was made like ambassador of san diego zoo or something like that <laughs> and he was doing rounds and i think it was i once it was jimmy fallon show mm. and it came on and i don't think it was scripted it might have been you know uh, but he went and he did like a stand-up routine. And he bombed. Well, but he did it as Ron Burgundy. Oh. But like again, like an anchor. I love Anchorman. I think Ron Burgundy's hilarious. But like, I just, I just did not find it funny whatsoever. Like, it's not original. He's trying there, to. There's just like none of it. Like, and I was like, oh, like you know. But <laughs> obviously, like I love Will Ferrell. So, um, I guess it it depends on what audience you're trying to get to. I guess. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. And it, I feel like with an actor like Will Ferrell, he was never known for like a stand-up comedy routine. You know, there's some people who are stand-up comedians who sometimes act, and then there's comedic actor actors who don't really do stand-up. Like Kevin Hart's probably a really good example. Yeah, started well, off as a stand-up comedian and his transition into yeah, movies. Yeah, he's but I mean, there's in my opinion, I can't really think of a lot of Kevin Hart's like who are so you know high at the top at both. You know, that's true. There's some, you know, really funny comedians who have super minor acting roles. You know? Eddie Murphy 
was. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I was like, that was back in the eighties. But Eddie Murphy's stand-up was hilarious. Chris Rock was another one. Yeah. Uh, well, Chris in Tucker. Two thousand nineteen. Really oh no, I, oh, I, I totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I think he's top of his game. I know. Yeah. I know he's in hospital right now, so. Well, yeah, he just got released. Oh, good. Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah, he just got released. Well, I think finally for me. Uh, it's not something I think about very often, favourite actors, and I assume you guys probably don't either. No. I think I might actually go with the choice that I had earlier, which was James McAvoy. Um, honestly, and the movie that I think about, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, and I looked it up just to make sure I got the name right, but it's called Glass, mm-hmm. and it came out earlier this year. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw it. He was also in the Split. Split. Which yeah. was and placed beforehand. Which was placed beforehand, but yeah. it was... It was something like Split, and then there's another movie yeah. where, uh, where Bruce Willis. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. But, Unbreakable. They were, yeah. uh, Unbreakable. but they were made by like two different film companies. Yeah. And then and then they came together and Glass was made. Mm. Same director, though. Same director, it's yeah. But it, it was like two completely different film mm-hmm. companies made the two yeah. movies, and then now they're one uh, for, for Glass. But I went and watched it with my dad. It was, it's fantastic, by the way. I don't know if you guys have seen it. No. I saw I saw Split. I haven't seen Glass. Gla- Glass and is, I've seen Unbreak. Glass is so good. Would, like, follow up. Samuel L. Jackson is definitely on my, like, honorable mentions for favorite actors. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable actor. Yeah, and Morgan Freeman, honestly. Yeah. Me. yeah. Uh, they're both they're both very <laughs> iconic actors, I'd say. Yeah. Um, honestly, in terms of movies that I enjoy, because I'm more of a comedy movie person. Yeah, me too. And it gets it gets kind of like put down a lot, but like I'd put Adam Sandler up there for me. Yeah, see, just because just because him himself as an actor is not amazing, but a lot of the movies he's in I really enjoy. You know things yeah. like The Longest Yard I love, which is not a comedy, but yeah. it, well, it is and it's not. Yeah. A Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. Yeah. You know? Waterboy is like one of my favorite movies. I was saying that to you the other day. Like I love Waterboy. And there's there's other ones, even even things like Click. Like they're they're good like family like movies to watch. You know. Um, and then there's, there's, other, there's like. What was the one called with the, the group of dads? Hey, grown ups. Grown ups. That movie was actually underrated, in my opinion. I thought that was actually pretty funny. But I didn't like Cliff. But guys, what about Jack and Jill? Yeah, the worst <laughs> movie I've ever seen. One of them. Yeah. I feel like most every, movies. Every, every good actor always makes a stinker, so. I was gonna say, he I also like... made Magnificent Seven, right? Uh, Ridiculous Six. Ridiculous Six. Yeah. I feel like most actors that play a film. Whether male and female lead. Apart from Norbert. Norbert is my like. Norbert's horrible too. No, I, I like Norbert. Norbert. <laughs> See, I like Eddie Murphy. I thought it was horrible. I love Norbert. Okay, Matt. <laughs> like, love Norbert. Though, when Eddie Murphy played his whole family in Nutty no, Professor, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. But not the second one. But yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on. And this week for our mini game, we'll call it, between uh, the sections. It's going to be, and we're going to kind of, kind of keep it on the superhero theme because we kind of talked about superheroes a lot. Yeah. The question I'm going to pose to all of you is if you could have a superpower, what would it be and then what would your superhero name be? Hmm. Okay. And as soon as you know, you can, you can jump in. All right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have two ideas. One would be just like the ability to like ultimately persuade someone like just highly charismatic. Like you can go up and you'd be like, Oh, it's a lovely day today. You should give me a hundred dollars and that person's just gonna feel like, Ah, oh, I've been a nice person today, I should give him a hundred dollars. <laughs> like 
Do they realize their mistake later on? No, they just felt like they did a good deed. And I'm always polite when I do it, so I'll be Mr. Manners. <laughs> or, here's my other one. And this one's a little bit harder to deal with because it, it has its pros and cons, and it's called Ultimate Truth. And it's a reality-warping, like, power where whatever you say becomes the, like, ultimate truth. Like, it's always true. You always say true statements. So I can be like, I was walking down the street today and I saw Bill Clinton. He gave me $100. And that would be a true story. Or, like, oh, look at the newspaper. Cancer's cured. And you look at all the newspapers. Cancer's been cured. That's but, cool. you know, like... Okay, with all the things... Actually, take effect, or yeah. just like people yeah. believe you that they. No, 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 no. It's true. It's ultimate truth that re- warps reality to become true. That'd be like the craziest superpower. Yeah. I, literally, you could do anything there. Yeah. Like, did you read the paper that I can fly now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that could happen. But here's like my downside: is my humor. Like, I, like when someone's like, "Oh, where's Greg?" I'm like, "Oh, he died." And I'm like, "Oh no." <laughs> That's true. And of but, all the things Bill Clinton could give you, a hundred dollars is probably not up there. Like. No, what what would you say? A, a saxophone solo? That's exactly what I would say. <laughs> That's exactly what I would say. Oh, that hero would be called uh, Mr. Right. Oh. Okay, I'm going to jump in because I know mine. So, I would take the power of kind of like Nightcrawler from the X-Men, the yeah. teleportation. Yeah. But it would have to be, and everything, everything has limitations. So I'd say it has to be somewhere kind of like in Harry Potter with the the flu powder. The, yeah, where you can the only, separation. Yeah, when you can oh. only go somewhere that you've like physically seen. Mm. Yeah. Um, but like for me, that like and being an international and loving being in the states, like, that would be super yeah. easy. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I want to go back home to see something. Boom, back home right now. And it's like instant teleportation. Yeah. So you're there, you know. And that that would be be great. And like if you wanted to like make money out of that, Nightcrawler can transport people. With them, so I could take you with me and be like, <coughs> "Oh, you want to go to on vacation here? I've been there before. Boom, give me some money. money. Let's go." <laughs> so there's, there's business in there as well, as well as like self, you know. That is um, a fair business. And part. I would, um, what would I call myself? Uh, I call myself Portal. Ooh. I think that'd be a cool name. <laughs> that is a pretty cool name. That's cool. Um, mine would be telekinesis. That does when you read minds, right? <laughs> Yeah. No, that's telepathy. Telepathy. Well, okay, uh, telekinesis is moving tele- things. Telekinetic. Right, 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 right. Typically, okay. can still read minds. Okay. I w- I would want to be uh, telepathic because <laughs> this is really bad, but like probably purely for selfish reasons, um, I would definitely like <laughs> learn how to play the stock market, get all the ups on the uh, <laughs> all the tips on yeah. you know investments, and um, definitely use that to become like. A major investor. A major player. Yeah. Mr. Conglomerate, would that be your name? <laughs> Mr. Monopoly. The Monopoly guy. Oh, my God. Copyright Hasbro. See, would, would you want that to, like, for, like, business reasons then? To, like, put yourself in a good, like, business place? Or is it for the money? Because I'm like, if it's money, I feel there's, like, an easier power you can have. You can have, like... Vision and you could go in and like no, well, honestly be, if you're using it for just the stock market like I wouldn't even say you're evil I'd just say like you're doing what all those other business people do except you're not spending money to get the information <laughs> well I guess like how is your telepathy well, well I would obviously like also have a responsibility like, like yeah if I could you know if I could walk up to the president and read his mind like I wouldn't <laughs> abuse that power but I would understand the power Oh yeah, I mean we're not judging, but I guess <laughs> yeah. I guess the question is like with your telepathy, can you like 
can you sense the future of what's going to happen? Like, are you able to be like, I know what's going to happen in the stock markets, so I'm going to invest in this? Because, like, that would work with, like, the lottery as well. You're, like, like you know future what, side. Like, oh, yeah. Like, is it that sort of power, or is it, like, I can read people's minds and know what they want? I would say read people's minds and know what they want, because I feel like that is, it can have more of, like, a benefit. Cool. Nice. What about you? Did you say your name? Oh, Mr. Kukomerick. Mr. Kukomerick. All right, so mine is probably going to be, I was going to go with, um, you know, like... Uh, teleportation. Thank you, teleportation. Um, but I would also like the idea of time travel. Because that, that, that would be... A, yeah. Can you time travel? Yeah, no. Okay. I can, one <laughs> second per second into the future. But only. like... But the way I could use it as well is I could time travel to wherever I wanted, but then I could also kind of use it like, um, uh, word sky. My mind's gone blank again. Going from one place to the other. Teleportation. Teleportation, thank you. So I could be like, okay, well, I can't teleport directly, but I'm going to send myself to 10 minutes ago in New York City. So I guess, I guess again, like with every power's limitations. So like, what are the limitations? Like, can you go back like hundreds of years? And like, if you can, like, for example, can you, if you're going back in history, can you, like, change things? Or are you just, like, the butterfly you're there and you're watching? The butterfly effect, I would, like, not to apply. So I don't feel so like you I could go back in time way. and, like, I don't know, yeah, you stop You could dive that bullet for JFK. Does, does that mean that you, could, you can communicate with anyone either? You're just, like, a watcher of what's happened? So you, See, no, because yeah. like, cause if you're communicating, then like the butterfly effect happens in some way because you could have an impact in somebody's sure. life. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, are you just like a, a spe- is it like a cinema almost, but it's like a walking See, cinema? If it was going to be just time travel and not the, the cheat on the teleportation, I would say no, I can't talk to people. Because the way I've always wanted to do it, and I was saying to you the other day, Sky, right, is I would like to stand in one spot. So I'd like to stand right here right now and go back 10 years at a time. So like go back to 2009. And just see what's happening. And just see how it is. And then 1999, 1989, 1979. To this one spot or yeah. like to, well, wherever, wherever you are. Yeah, wherever I am. Like, so I would like to stand. Like so you go to like your house and yeah, you go I was, to like the living room. I stand in the middle. And be like, like boom, like yeah. 10 years ago. Like, yeah, see, see like, who's living there, see what the place is like. Um, you could see some really interesting things. Like <laughs> see you could also probably bring too. some horrible diseases back to the modern world. No, no, no. No, because I wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah, I would be a passenger. Um, yeah. And I would go all the way back to like, you know, like, obviously in England, we have a much bigger history. So I would go all the way back to like, but would you not many be interested times. To see, would you not be interested to see the US before it was the US? Probably just a big fable. But do, do, do we really know? I, I mean, I guess. We don't know. We don't, don't know, right? enough about US history to know exactly. like, how long people were actually right. living here before it was like colonized. Neither, yeah, neither do I. Well, but I, I, yeah, go on, Scott. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> there were people living here long before it was colonized. Yes, well, I, I know that much, yeah. Um, but no, I, yeah, I, um, yeah, exactly. I was like, if you don't have one, I, I, I have one. Go on, I, think, I think warp. Warp? Yeah, that's a cool one. I think warp. it was suit you as well. Oh, here comes warp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's warp again. Hey, I mean, if you hey got... I'm just sitting here looking. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to be fancy, you I know what happens. Warp. 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 Guys, you won't believe what happened here 10 years ago. A kid sneezed on the doorknob. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Don't touch that doorknob. Here comes weird Mr. Warp. Tell the stories again. <laughs> Creepy Mr. Warp. Yeah. Cool. Well, I appreciate you guys sharing with me.
The final thing we're going to do now. Originally, I'd explained that I would now fight for the movie that won, which, as we know, I said at the start was ET. Mm -hmm. However, since we have Sky here, here we go. and it was his movie, yeah. I think it's only fair that I give him ten seconds to refight for ET for everyone that's going to be listening. You guys will get slightly longer. Oh, cool! I was like, they got, to talk, they got to talk about ET in the last episode. Gotcha. So, so it's a recap, right? Quick recap, Sky. 10 seconds. In the last episode, I explained everything that you need to know about E.T., but let me just reiterate some things. Friendship. The power of love. The power of communication. A John Williams score. And a scene where a kid drops a pizza box. I think that pretty much sums it up. Perfect. If you don't think that's the best movie ever, <laughs> there's something wrong here. Right now, that's our winner. It got my vote. <laughs> And it got Ben's as well. Mm -hmm. Everyone in here apart from me voted for that one. So so now it's going to be time. Now, this week there'll be four of us. Yeah. With four different options. I'll go in with a new movie, try and reclaim um, as the current leader uh, with the movie. So right now the title goes to Sky, who picked the best movie. But we're Ooh. going to start with Greg. Okay. <coughs> so I am going with a film that I've seen a lot. Um, it won quite a few Academy Awards, I think. Yeah, it won a ton of Academy Awards. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. So, Saving Private Ryan um, is the only film that has ever made me cry. Um, you know the scene with the medic? Where the medic's trying to help him fix himself, but he can't because he's the one that's dying, and he's... Dude. <laughs> like, that film. But, like, it's such a well-written, um, like, emotional movie. And it's all tied up in this huge like real life situation like these sort of stories really happened um it's very loosely based on a true story of um people trying to find a lost soldier um and like the the things they did um like my favorite fact that i always say about it is the, the very beginning normandy, um, beach. normandy beach when they storm it they hired um people with arm and leg amputations and put prosthetic limbs on them just so they could blow them off just for the like the realistic um, effect and like just going that extra mile and stuff is amazing. Tom Hanks, unbelievable actor. Matt Damon is great in that film. Um, the the church sniper scene, you know, where he's quoting scenes from the Bible while he's and you know you think oh he's gonna make it he's gonna be okay and then the tank comes into view, like unbelievable movie. Um, just emotional driven, um, amazing cast. Amazing music, um, yeah. Not many films have ever like made me feel as emotional as that film, which is strange. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say that it's one of the best films of all time. Great choice, and on to you. Uh, so my mo movie is definitely one of my personal favorites. Um, it's a movie that I can always throw on at any time and love every single minute of it. I never get tired of it. It's also by my favorite director, and that's Pulp Fiction. Um, I definitely like it because, you know, it, it, it encapsulates everything that a movie should be. You know, it's it's tongue-in-cheek in some points. It's super violent in other points. You know, it's hilariously funny in others. And just, like, the, the dialogue of a Tarantino movie in Pulp Fiction is just spot on. <coughs> like, I love it because, you know, 
I can watch it, and I'm at the point now where I can like quote every single scene, and it's just you know it's it's just great. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely Pulp Fiction is a strong uh, contender for me. Perfect, thanks. Finally, for me, so obviously I didn't win last week with Goodwill Hunting. However, the other movie that I was going to choose, I now have the chance to fight for. So I'm really glad that I get this opportunity. So the movie I'm picking is The Shawshank Redemption. It honestly is such a fantastic movie. And like kind of similar to what you were saying, Greg, it's one of these movies that like, really kind of hit me mm-hmm. um, and I found really emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really shows how impactful and hard and how corrupt the prison system can be. Um, you know, ideally I'd like to say that it's not like that and I've never experienced time in there so I don't know, but... Knock on wood. Knock on, you know, <laughs> but you hear stories and this is a, a kind of story that shows that the corruption of it. And, you know, it's it's a really kind of hard-hitting all through the fact that he's put in prison for, like, two murders that he didn't commit and he's the only one that knows, but he kind of works his way through the prison system from a nobody to everyone know, then knows who he is and it kind of shows like the family that the prison system has to do and you know, obviously it's like you know it's a little bit made Hollywood style you know like with prisoners getting on with each other so well that's I assume that doesn't happen all the time <laughs> but you know he goes from like seeing the brutality of prison and then he adapts and then he helps the warden with like the taxes and then you know obviously they, he gets out um, and that moment that when he goes and he um, finds Morgan Freeman's character at the end. Um, Red. Yeah, Red. Yeah, Red. when they... It, Red I, finds him. Red finds him. In Castel Nuevo, Mexico. I was going to say, yeah, then in Mexico. And that, that moment when they kind of reunite, yeah. it's just like such a nice moment. And honestly, like one of the best cinematic scenes that I think they're right. The, 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 the whole tunnel in that part is, is the best part. Because... <laughs> At the end, yeah, because you don't, yeah. you don't one hundred percent know that that's happening. There's like little hints towards it, yeah. But that when when you see it's it's come to fruition, like ripping the poster down, yeah. There's nothing yeah. much better, you know. And a lot of different movies and um, TV shows have recreated that moment, yeah, because it's such an iconic yeah. part of cinema history. So that's my vote. So to recap, our four movie choices are: we've got E.T., which is our current winner. We have Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. which is Greg's pick. We have Pulp Fiction, which is Ben's pick. And then we have The Shawshank Redemption, which is my pick. So four very, very good movies. Um, we, none of us can argue that. And I think this will be a really, really hard vote for the people picking this time. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's about time to wrap up. I want to thank you guys for joining us. And hopefully I'll have all of you on again individually or as a group again in the podcast at some point. Yeah, thank you. Thanks again. I hope everyone has fun voting for this week and we'll see you soon.